it doesn't take a global pandemic for people to work from home. But the coronavirus sure has increased the circle to include so many more of us. Whether you're juggling little kids while trying to get that paper written, isolated and lacking the inspiration you usually get from daily encounters, or just happy you're finally not stuck in traffic, Welcome to Even Remotely Effective, a podcast bringing you practical tips from people like you for overcoming the challenges of working from home so you can become even remotely more effective in your pursuits. I'm Daphne Gold-Melchior, wishing us all to soon be able to resume choosing how much remote and how much in-person work we'd prefer. And meanwhile, let's master remoteliness. You're going to want to pull up a chair for this one, or better yet, get up from your chair and sit back down properly. And then be sure to get up and move around and repeat again and again throughout your day. Most of us didn't design our homes to be workspaces. And that means the chairs and other furniture we're using now may not have the best support to protect our backs. With everything else we're trying to adjust to right now, back pain shouldn't be one of them. As in so many areas in our lives, the best cure is prevention. How can we prevent sitting posture-related back pain? Let's ask Allison Wilness, a holistic movement therapist who's been getting people out of back pain for the past 16 years. She works with people, in person and remotely, to achieve their individual goals with small, gentle movements and by harnessing the power of the brain to stay positive and motivated. Let's see how much of Allison's expert advice we can absorb in one brief sitting. Hi, Allison. Hey, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm great. It's great to be here with you today. So I am so excited to host you here on Even Remotely Effective because when you told me about your area of expertise, I thought, wow, just what the doctor or the holistic movement therapist ordered. Here's everybody stuck in their homes now in all kinds of makeshift studies and at their kitchen table and in all kinds of suboptimal office spaces. What is it that people really need to be concerned about in terms of ergonomics now that they're suddenly working not at their regular desk? I would say that the most important piece for people when they're sitting is to tip their pelvis forward. And this is what allows the spine to stack over the hips. It's what keeps your low back from rounding. The rounding of the low back is what creates all the strain and the pain. When people are sitting, they really want to be able to sit in such a way that their tailbone lifts up behind them. If they're not used to that, that might create a little bit of tension in their low back. Just be aware of that. You might have a little tension, but you don't want pain. And then you lengthen your spine. So you're taking a little bit of pressure off of the hips, off of the nerves that go through there. You can feel really supported in this position. It helps if you are sitting at the front edge of a chair so that you can easily tip forward. And that's what I call an active sitting position. So it allows you to be working on your computer, to be working and be really focused without having to pay a lot of attention to your alignment because your alignment's already set up. So it's not about leaning back against the back of the chair? I would say for most of the time when you're working at a desk, you don't want to be leaning against the back of the chair. That encourages you to round your back and to slump down. If you're at the very front edge, you can easily lift your tailbone up. It almost feels like you're about to fall off the front edge, but you stabilize that by having one foot at a 90 degree angle. You'll have, let's say it's your right leg, your 
right foot would be directly under the knee at a 90 degree angle. And then your left foot would be pulled closer to the chair. So that knee would be angled downward. And that helps to maintain the tip of the pelvis, but it also supports the position. So you aren't going to fall off your chair. Does it make any difference what type of chair? Would you say that the kind with the wheels and the hand rest is better or worse? I would say ideally you want to have a chair where your thighs can come straight out from your hips so that they're parallel to the floor. Otherwise, it's harder to maintain that little bit of tip. Certainly, you don't want to have your knees higher than the hip joint. So that definitely encourages you to round your back. But otherwise, I would say whatever makes you comfortable. The important part really is to be able to lift your tailbone up behind you and then stack your spine. Now, if you are more comfortable sitting against the back of a chair, I would advise using support. Most people, when they come to the back of their chair, they round their low back. They flatten it and sort of slump down. Even if you're at the back of the chair, you want to have your tail bone lifting up behind you and then put a tall pillow between the top of your hips all the way up to your shoulders and then you can lean back into that that maintains that aligned position but you don't have to hold it the support holds it for you that phrase stack your spine what does it mean exactly that means that your spine is lifting straight up from your hips instead of rounding like a C so we want a spine that's actually fairly straight and that creates all the correct spaces between the discs. The only place you want to have a lot of curve is right at the low back, at the pelvis, where your spine and your hips connect. You do not want to have a big curve where most people have it, which is right below their bottom ribs. This is where people might put in a lumbar cushion for support. And that is a cushion that goes from the bottom ribs to the pelvis. And basically that pushes your entire lumbar area forward, creating a large arch there. And that is a big cause of pain, actually. It does put your hips in the correct position, but it doesn't line up your spine. In terms of how often people should be getting up from sitting and kind of move around and stand up? Do you have a specific recommendation? Every half hour is great. Get up, stretch, get a drink of water. The more you move, the less pain you'll have also. So you definitely want to keep moving. And as we've had to move indoors more and more, we're moving less and less because we don't have the usual ways that we exercise available to us. And so the more you can create movements, throughout your day, the better off you'll be. Have you heard of standing desks and walking and running desks? How do you feel about that, about the idea of working in any other position other than sitting? A lot of people I know actually use standing desks and they love them. I think standing desks can be great, but as with sitting, you can overdo it. Our bodies aren't meant to stand all the time, just as they aren't meant to sit all the time. So providing different ways of working can be a really effective way to stay out of pain, but also to maintain focus because the more we stay in one position, the less we tend to focus because our body stiffens up, our blood isn't moving quite as well. So we want to keep moving. And even if that movement means changing positions, that's a great thing. The only thing I've felt moving desks or when you're walking is that it needs to be so slow that you don't get motion sick when you're trying to focus on something. And would there be a benefit to exercising in a 
advance? First thing in the morning, you start out exercise. Does that help your body prepare for a day of working, which is predominantly sitting, or it doesn't matter when you exercise, just as long as you get it in in your day? I would say if your only choice is to fit it in whenever it fits, fit it in whenever it fits. But at the end of the night, in the morning when we get up, our body has stiffened up. It's tightened overnight. And so if we then immediately go to a chair in which we're sitting or slumping or bracing against pain, we are simply tightening it up even more and setting ourselves up for more pain or more misalignments. And so I would advise maybe walking up and down your hallways, walking out to your mailbox, walking up and down stairs. So just do a little bit of movement before you immediately sit down to do your work. And if people who are suddenly finding themselves at home for the first time to this extent for the first time are thinking of maybe taking up a new type of exercise because they understand they need to do something. See, people who are used to doing their exercise outside and are now having to find an indoor activity. Do you have a recommendation? I will be offering some online classes for back pain relief in the next week. But in addition to that, I would say that there are quite a few online resources these days. A lot of people are trying to help to alleviate this situation. And this is an area where people like myself are jumping in and saying, hey, we can help. We know how to do this safely. Check out the credentials of the person offering an exercise online. But there are lots of options. Otherwise, I would say even just going up and down stairs well is exercise. Getting in and out of a chair well is really good exercise. So if you think of all of these little moments through the day as opportunities to strengthen, to move well, then you don't necessarily have to find a whole new exercise regimen. Great. Okay. So I will link to your video on the show notes so that people can receive your specific instructions. How can somebody identify if they're feeling something unfamiliar? How do they know when it's the point that they actually need to consult a professional or whether it's just, all right, change your position. Maybe you're just misaligned and you haven't been sitting appropriately, but it's something that a hot shower and a good night's sleep will cure and you'll be okay tomorrow. I would say if a hot shower and a good night's sleep makes you feel better, that's great. That just means you need to move around a little bit more, be a little more active, a little bit more mindful. But if you're having to do that every night, that's a sign that you are not doing something well, that you're doing that regularly enough that this could lead to a problem. Okay. Thank you so much, Allison, for your helpful suggestion. And I hope that everybody soon gets to have as much freedom of motion outdoors as we all would like to. And thank you, meanwhile, for your expertise. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome. Remember, everybody, move. Keep moving. Move well. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. I hope you found this even remotely helpful. If you're seeking consultation on effective messaging and presentations, remotely and hopefully soon in person again, reach out on LinkedIn. I'm Daphna Gold Melchior. That's Daphna, D-A-F-N-A, Gold, G-O-L-D, Melchior, M-E-L-C-H-I-O-R. Here's to the health and wellness of you and your loved ones.